Welcome to episode 27 of the Blockbusters podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Paul. And today we will be discussing gravity. Not the law, per se, uh, more particularly the film Gravity. Yes, and the gravitas of it. Maybe we might get to the law of gravity as well, but, you know. Hey, I'm sure it'll <laughs> I'm sure come it'll, up in conversation. Yes, but, you know, it was titled that, so. Yes, it has uh, a little bit to do with the film. Yeah, you know, yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson might beg to differ, but well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll get to that, too. Actually, I think that's one of the only things he didn't mind about the film. All right. Let's, uh, All how's right. this thing doing, Paul? Well, let's see. Obviously, directed by Alfonso. Curran, <laughs> <laughs> Curran. Yes, Mr. C. Yes. And the budget of $100 million and a box office worldwide of, as of, I think, a few days ago, $367,402,000. Yeah. No surprise. Yeah, there. given that it came out was it 30 weeks? days ago, uh, something like that, with the exception of, if you actually look at Box Office Mojo, as I did, mm-hmm. it was saying everything came out the first, came out the second, came out no, across the world, except in Venice, where it came out in August. <laughs> Oh, nice. I, I, I looked that up. It was the Venice Film Festival, oh, so well, that must have been To be the, fair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yes, lucky Venetian bastards. I've killed Brian, everyone. <laughs> uh, you get me talking about those Venetian bastards. I just get worked up with all their fancy gondolas. <sighs> <sighs> and should I go into the extensive cast list? Yes, let's yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get him out of the way so uh, we have a little time to talk about the movie. Well, actually, you know, for... First off, of course, I, I think I forgot to do it last time, and possibly even the time before that. Just go on to our website, which mm-hmm. is www. Although, of course, you don't need to put that in. Which every, you can if it makes you happy. I know. <laughs> everyone over the age of thirty has to still type www. You know, you know, you know. I do. All right. <laughs> and it's dot webs, which is mm-hmm. w e b s. But Spider Man shoots. Oh yes, webs. <laughs> And you know you can find out well pretty much everything that you can find out on any other phone <laughs> that we have. But you know, it's mm-hmm. a nice little space we have for ourselves there. Yes. And um, there's also the Twitter at Blokebusters and the mm-hmm. Gmail, which is Blokebuster Podcasts at gmail dot com. I'm probably never going to fix that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's our little hook at this point. That's right. And then obviously the Facebook page dot com. Like us on Facebook. Blokebusters. Yeah. Yep. Like our photos, comment on the threads, all yeah, that fun just, stuff. Yeah, but anything you want to do. Right? Yeah, you know, whatever. Ideas, you know, we're always open. To <laughs> yeah. That, so. All right, on with the gravitas. On to the cast list here. <laughs> well, let's start with the well, the leading lady, I think. Oh, we okay. have oh, yeah. uh, Sandra Bullock as Dr. Ryan Stone. Mm-hmm. And kind of then, a- actually, I, I would say at this point, she looks a lot like my aunt in this film. It's really odd. Like My aunt from about ten years ago... When I, I went out to France uh, a couple of times to stay with her for a week or so, and yeah, Sandra Bullock in this film looks so much like my aunt back then. I need to spooky. watch it again. I didn't pick up on that. I'm <laughs> I, sorry. I, I, yeah, that, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I didn't didn't expect you to pick oh, up. Okay, on Okay, okay, so. yes, it would have been quite odd actually. <laughs> All right. All right. So yes, moving on from the family stories, and we have Mr. George Clooney as mm-hmm. Lieutenant Matt Kowalski, or Kowalski, or however you want to pronounce that last name. And then, of course, because he just had to be included, I had. think, mm-hmm. as Mission Control Texas, Mr. Ed Harris. Stinkrance. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can't have a space film without this guy anymore. No, I, I just wonder if he was wearing his vest that his wife made. That's all I know. That's what I was wondering. Probably. Probably. I, I'd imagine. <laughs> Is that what he was wearing? I'd imagine there? he came in, in that day as, as a little surprise for the people yes. in the booth <laughs> wearing, yeah, wearing the Apollo 13 vest. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I want to get this on DVD or Blu-ray and look at the extras just to see, <laughs> oh, yeah. see what they are. Hours and hours of them talking to tennis balls. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, now that we've got all of those copies. Oh, right, yes. Uh, and, of course, there were Some three, voices of, of, the, other people, of the guy who gets his hit, fate, a hole in his face. Yeah. That was pretty horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Very, oh, yes. As, as always. <laughs> 
Huge spoilers yeah. <laughs> abounding. Yeah. So, I, that, shut off if I, you haven't seen yeah, the film yet. It was only 90 minutes, so there's not much that we can really go into without spoiling at least half of it. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, just... Uh, yeah, because it's, what, like, maybe, what, 20 minutes before the shit hits the fan? I think even less than that. Maybe I think less. the opening shot is about, like, 12 minutes or something mm. like that before the problems really start yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. And it hits the fan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it, it hits does. it again. And again. Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't get a break in this film, really. No, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, always something happening. And, of course, by that I don't specifically mean there's action on screen, but there is something mm-hmm. happening at all times in this film, even if it's just a fantastic shot that we're looking at. It, it, it is, yeah. And I will eat a little bit of crow here. Yes. Eat a little bit of crow and say that... 3D yeah. served this film well. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it, you it, know what? I wasn't as thrilled with the 3D as a lot of people were with yeah. this this film I'm talking about, but there were some shots that I cannot imagine having the same effect in two dimensions. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, it, it just brought another scope to that w- world, to that, with that, Situation and what that life in space must be like. I yeah. mean, I, I would love to see it in an IMAX theater. Like I know, that yeah. just wrapped around, and uh, every right. time they showed like the curvature of the Earth, and uh, you know, just it's just beautiful. Like I could not, don't have words to the yeah. was, Even with horrible things happening, it was every shot was beautiful. But it, there's a, another podcast that I listened to where one of the people in it says, you know, normally I can see that you know okay well there's a slight blur there so that's clearly mm-hmm. the effect and stuff and for this one it's just like they filmed it in space this is yeah space. i mean <laughs> normally these heavy green screen films i can tell it feels green screen and yeah. it feel this felt like they went in space and shot it yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean there's not many moments where i think oh that's fake even though you know everything you're seeing is fake yeah but the suspension of disbelief is real real here. yeah, yeah. It, it, oh my gosh! And, and yeah, this Alfonso C was <laughs> is the man to do it. I mean, I, I think it was obviously the right choice. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's he's a visual guy. I mean, if um, Children of Men, if you've seen, it's just oh my god, amazing visuals in that film. Yeah, and but, uh, and long shots as well. Long shots, yeah. kind of a staple. <laughs> yes, yeah, long shot. Oh, that long shot in Children of Men. Oh my god! But yes, yeah, so then yeah. this one is. But yeah, I mean, the, the entire first 12 minutes or so is pretty much an un... I, I'm sure there are cuts that we don't see and mm. to make it all together perfectly, mm. but it feels as if it's a complete unedited shot until the stuff really starts to hit them. Mm. And that's when you start seeing the first cuts of the thing. And just this, just this long take of whirling around people around... It's like following the different astronauts sort of randomly. It's almost yeah. like, this person comes to the shop, let's follow him for a while. <laughs> and then just the long shots of... Even sometimes you didn't see anyone on screen, but you just saw the station and some of the Earth. And, mm-hmm. and it, it was a fantastic scene setting. Yeah. And just fantastic full stop. Like, those shots... That is a shot that all films would wish they could open their film with. Like, that yeah. type of thing. I mean, it, yeah, it, it was like, you know, uh, 2001. You know, it's yeah. like <laughs> just those kind of, something that's going to stick with me, you know, that those opening shots of 2001, A Space Odyssey, you know, which yeah, I, I don't have a, a love affair with as much as a lot of people do. I think it hit me a little late. But, yeah, it definitely uh, hit me much later. Than yeah, but uh, you know, it's 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 a long film, and you really got to be <laughs> invested. And there are a lot of quiet moments in that movie, but it is yeah. an amazing film. But <laughs> it, it, I was thinking of that in those long shots. I'm like, it was just celebrating that world. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, really immersing immersing you in that environment. I know. I I was thinking along the lines of when Avatar came out. I went to see it in 3D mm-hmm. when that came out, and. With the 3D, it just helped give that extra depth to the fantastic scenes you were seeing. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you could tell definite CG mixing mm-hmm. stuff, but for the most part, it was fairly solid. Obviously, they built so much technology mm-hmm. around it to make it that way. And then watching this film, I kind of harken back to that. It's like, you know, wow, this is another 
real raising the bar type thing yeah. of this is the sort of stuff that you wish that a lot of films would take the time and effort to kind of polish off like this. Yeah. Obviously, most of the budget in this was able to go towards that since there's not much else. No, I mean, otherwise it. it was a play. It was a two-character play. Yeah. And, you know, it's... Almost, Without the dimension of space, this could be a play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just two characters on stage right, having right. conversations. And uh, almost a Waiting for Godot type yeah, it's, feel it's, behind it. Yeah, it's a Kevin Smith film in space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of dialogue. And, yeah. you know. I, which, fair enough, in space there's not much else to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially once you're just... Don't have a ship to go to. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Pardon me, listeners. I'm going to crack a beverage. So, oh, no. Hear something. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, you know, I for years and years, I'm sure this joke has been made on many podcasts covering this film. Um, Here we go. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I've been dreaming of Sandra Bullock being sent off into space. <laughs> but I never know I would enjoy her being in space right. <laughs> as much. Like, yeah. uh, I, I guess I saw the trailer for this maybe three months ago, two, three months. I don't know. It, it crept up on me. It, it, right. it, it wasn't something I've been, like, a lot of movies I'm waiting a year or so for them to come out. Yeah. Uh, this kind of snuck up on me. And I'm like, ugh, Sandra Bullock? Who <laughs> fucked up in the casting department there? Like, this wasn't Allison Jones casting. Was it? I don't know. Was she the casting? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you have casting uh, on there? <laughs> I, I do not have the person who casted. However, okay. I do have the original two actors that were down for the Oh, ooh, save that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you, like, you'll be interested to hear. But I'm like, like, no, she's not going to pull off Astronaut. She's, <laughs> she's shitty rom-com lady, which... True story, I have met her, and she's a very nice person. <laughs> and I like her, and yeah. I think she does good... She can do good things, but she is, admittedly... I think most people say, been in a lot of shitty movies. <laughs> you yeah, know? I guess. Yeah, you know, it's the same, you know, while you were sleeping, Hope Floats, which could have been the title of this <laughs> film. Uh, but it was taken by an already shitty movie, right. and they wanted this movie to be good. But uh, right. I will say, long story short, I was <laughs> pleased with her performance. The The dimension of her being, like, essentially a newbie, a scientist, not specifically, you know, a lifelong astronaut, <laughs> you no, know, yeah, like, she, like uh, Clooney's character. Well, well, yeah, with the conversations that they're having, it's very clear mm-hmm. that she's almost sped through the process to get up there because she... Is the best person for the job. Yeah. But obviously she wasn't trained to be an astronaut, so they needed to get her up to speed and out Mm -hmm. there. And it's very clearly her first mission. I don't Mm -hmm. know if they ever specify with her saying, this is my first mission, but Mm -hmm. they have George Clooney's character saying, I know it's your first time up here, like, how are you liking this Mm -hmm. and that? And so, yeah. And that's actually something that I saw. They didn't do a lot of hitting you over the head with details in this. It was very much like. No, there this wasn't, is... like, those really exposition-y scenes where, like, oh, I know they got to give us this information in this really spoon-fed way. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of that. Well, I'll say, even the one scene where they they decided to give the backstory, it yeah. was done in such a way that they're clearly talking to kind of keep sane in this point. See, that, that's, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I listened to a couple other podcasts that mentioned this uh comedy film nerds talked about they had a spoiler cast with this but uh, one of them brought up like oh it's not like he, his the one guy on the side was this was not realistic like is this the first time their meeting is up in space because Clooney's asking her like where are you from yeah. what's your backstory and so and and the other uh guy's take and mine was that he already knew this but he's trying to keep her breathing down and trying to you know like shock victims you yeah. ask them what's your name what, what what do you like to you know very boring banal run of the mill questions you know yeah. so just to try to keep him calm and that was my take from well, that not like oh he's never yeah. met her before <laughs> and never like oh oh you're from Texas or you're or wherever oh you had a daughter like he yeah. knows all that information well, that, he's a captain you know he's a, a a team leader of course he's gonna know the people that are yeah. up there with him although of course I like that he's going for the you gotta keep your breath down you gotta slow and everything. And so one of the things that he tries to get her to talk about is the fact that her kid died. Yeah. I understand that that's a plot point that they wanted to get across. But well, it's an I essential th- plot point. Yeah. If you had to keep someone's breathing rate down and mm-hmm. try not to get them excited oh, or anything... Don't, like, oh, bring up the dead kid. <laughs> yeah, bring up the dead kid. Let's get that. <laughs> um, yeah. well, really, you could have chosen something else like, where are you going on holiday? Uh-huh. I don't uh-huh. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! 
Uh, I'm just thinking of the line in Wedding Singer. Most people probably think, yeah, I'm not even going to say it because you probably know what I'm just let you fill it in but oh, yeah. there we go. it's like oh maybe you know maybe we want to talk about that why would we want to do that I don't know <laughs> yeah anyway so liked Bullock Clooney yeah. is Clooney yeah Clooney. He, he's being a, you know his uh, his charming Clooney self yeah I, I thought doing really well for just being a voice for most of it yeah and you, you get a lot of people who I think their acting also goes with the physicality mm-hmm. and also they need a lot of the facial stuff to really bring mm-hmm. out their stuff but he is able to keep this all down with just his voice for I'd say about 95% of the time he's on screen because you just see either his suit yeah. or the back well with 95 and then major spoiler that 95% is about half of the film yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the first half of that film <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's very interesting to see that he is one of those people that can carry over all those things. But I I'm imagining that you know, maybe he'll see a slight pickup in voiceover work. Or something oh, like yeah. <laughs> well, the 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 one fact I love, or one of many facts I love about George Clooney is that I mean, just shows you an insight into his character is that he is an uncredited turkey in a South yes. Park episode for. Just to do a gobble gobble, like that, yeah. he did that. Like, how do you not love the man? <laughs> Isn't it? I, I think the only two celebrities in South Park to do it were George Clooney and Jay Leno. Yeah. And Jay Leno. I forget who they asked if it was like Seinfeld or somebody, but they weren't in on the joke. Like, why would we want to do that? Like, yeah. Why, or, you know, like. And I think, annoyingly, because of that, they stopped really asking people yeah. to do that. There are so many celebrities right now that would leap at the challenge to do that and they just don't yeah. ask them. Well, it wasn't like it was the George Clooney turkey, you know, it was just a yeah. boring he, he old turkey. turkey. <laughs> wasn't it like turkey number six? Yeah, it's all there. He's like, <laughs> yeah, like, come on, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, there, there aren't that many celebrities that are so into that sort of stuff and I actually found, I'm not sure if you've seen, have you seen the film The Man Who Stare at Goats? I fell asleep about halfway through. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I was staring I, I, at the man who stared at goats, and I, I fell asleep. <laughs> I, I can see, I can see that happening. Yet. But uh, can, can apparently, you... it's more fun to stare at goats than to stare at the men that are staring oh, yeah, at the probably. goats. <laughs> but can you see a kind of similarity between his character in that? I and... do not recall one iota of that film. Oh, okay, well, sorry. He, he, he was slightly. I, mad I think I might have either been. <laughs> Very tired, slightly drunk, maybe both. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Whatever. <laughs> or it was just it was not. It wasn't in line with the moon. Baby. Yeah. You know, whatever. Just the, the the worlds weren't aligning. You know, for it to be an enjoyable viewing experience. But I okay. don't know. Yeah. All right. I, I would recommend it again. Like maybe now that we've yeah. gone into some of these films, but it, yeah, it's very much uh, kind of slightly out there style mm-hmm. of humor. I, almost. It's, uh, it's weird to me now that my brain making these parallels, but the same style of humor as in the film Fantastic Mr. Fox. Like that, when that film came out and I watched it, my wife watched it. My wife didn't quite get into it, but very dry British humor. <laughs> what the cuss are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all, all that the thing that clinched me with that film was in the trailer, where it's like, yeah. And what's your job? I'm digging. What's your and then you get you go to the badger. What's your job? Demolitions expert. Right. What? Since when? <laughs> but yes. Anyway, back to the men who talk about <laughs> other movies <laughs> and yes. stared goats. Well, uh, that, is yeah, yes, that is our job. Um, All right. Uh, anyway, Clooney. Okay. Yeah, Clooney fan. Clooney covered. Yeah. Um, should. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, of course, Ed Harris. I know we covered, oh, yes, it, yes, covered him. Time, yeah. Yeah. He. What Not is it with him and just space films? Like he, I, he seems to be in most of these now. <laughs> hey, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good, good actor. Nothing yes, against yes, the actor. Yes, yes. <laughs> just no. an interesting... I, I'd love to see him as, mm-hmm. as a leader cameo in almost any space film from here yeah. on in. Just as kind of a running joke, mm-hmm. I think. That's... Oh, yeah. But uh, I wanted to get to... Not that this is my focus, no. but I did want to address some of the goofs if you will okay. uh with the physics that actually what like my 
it's uh, how Thor shows you how dorky I am. Uh, my favorite physicist, yeah. <laughs> physicist Neil deGrasse Tyson, to yeah. have a favorite. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it means I know more than one. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'll say my favorite scientist is uh, the Dr. Brian Cox. Just okay. I, well, uh, I also uh, love Alex Filipenko, but you know, oh, there you go. he's a yeah. he's a, you know <laughs> professor at UC Berkeley, and yeah. yeah. But uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the head of the what Hayden Planetarium, I believe. Uh, sounds right. Something yeah. like yeah, yeah, whatever. He, it's the guy that's blamed for debunking Pluto or taking Pluto off of the ninth but, planet. But it wasn't really, you know. I, I, yeah, whatever. I, I would say even even if he had blamed for it, as you say, mm-hmm. I'm doing air quotes right there. It's a, it's a like, planet. Yes, if, it's if, a you act, if you actually <laughs> go by any any judgment it's, criteria it's that we have for in a the planet, Kuiper belt, yeah, it doesn't just, it doesn't hit yeah. any of them. Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, all these Pluto fans, but anyway, <laughs> he, uh, I'm sure most of you that are listening to your fan, he's had this thread on Twitter. Um, do need to say apparently he does love the film. I didn't want to put that out there. Yeah, he has said he that. loves the film, uh, but he's apparently uh, has a lot of downtime at the planetarium. He can <laughs> bitch about all the things that are wrong in gravity, which. To him, I would say it is a movie, <laughs> um, which uh, it's not Apollo 13, which that is a historical event. Yes. And I know Ron Howard and Tom Hanks felt very obligated to keep that as accurate as possible. Yes, we, because that to honor the lives of those people that lived that experience. Yeah. This is fiction as of right now. Yes. <laughs> and yes, hopefully. It, it is meant to have tension and stress, and sometimes you got to fudge the rules to create that yeah just um, a little and the main point I was going that with that is uh, Clooney's exit in the film right. which is a scene I loved yeah um, I mean yeah. to for him I mean the the team leader to make that choice yeah he, um, he know, well he knows that the choice has to be made well see that is the thing because in zero gravity uh, one tug the other way would have brought him all the way back yes. <laughs> it would have kept his inertia or his momentum going back to her. But yes, but, know. you know, it's not like it's straining in real world. You know, straining on those ropes or whatever tied around her leg, and they're slipping. All you do is one little tug, and yeah. he's back there. But yes, you you got to get rid of Clooney somehow, I guess. Yeah, um, I, but, but yeah, the, the ending wouldn't quite have worked as well. Well, uh, yeah, get to that in a bit, but uh, you know, I do love that. You know, as he's. And she obviously doesn't want him to go because she'll be alone, and he's the experienced guy. And, yeah, you know, but you know, he, you know, he's just like oh, it's you know so beautiful up here, you know, or I'm gonna break what's his name's record, and yeah, he's still in, you know, trying to keep her calm, still trying to just talk to her as yeah. he is going to his grave, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, well, as as a lot of people say, yeah. As any great leader would do, he makes the ultimate sacrifice to make sure that. Yeah, or he's at like, least give the best chance. Yes, like you have to. Like he makes her say it. She's going to get out of this, or yeah. like, whatever the line is. Like I'm going to live, or I'm going to make it home. Or, yeah. you know, it's like you know, he tells you know, like you know, you're, you're going to have one hell of a story to tell tomorrow. Yeah, you know, and just <laughs> see if that happens. But yeah. Did you want to go to that scene where she's in the capsule? Sure. Yeah. Trying to figure it out, and yeah. lo and behold, who in turns all up the space? Hole? Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would you let me in? It's really cold out here. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually freezing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you're uh, one of the figure-it-out guys. Can't just watch a movie. Oh, yeah. uh, but, you, you know, you got to be solving it. But, obviously, I'm assuming you knew it was bullshit from the get-go. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, and, and the thing <laughs> Even is, if I, you wanted it to be true, yeah, maybe, for a I, while. I wasn't, I wasn't even sitting there, and my brain sort of doing the background mm-hmm. thing of clicking... It was the second he turned up. It was like no, I'm no. <laughs> see, that's that's why. <laughs> you, see, but part there was a part of you like that hoped it happened. Like oh, she's not alone anymore. Uh, like yo, he's gonna be able to help her through this. I. But then of I'm course sure, for me really, when yeah. you know he opens the door and she, you know yeah. she just covers her face, you know, and then <laughs> oh, and then she's fine. Like yeah. for a second, I thought like he was really he could really be there. And then he was, like, so out of it, he didn't realize he was killing her right. by opening the door, you know? Yeah. And then he was going to take her hands off her face, and she'd just be, like, all blood vessels popped. And... Oh, so, 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 so you were thinking, like, real shift of narrative. Like, yeah. going from her surviving to, oh, now he's got to survive. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, whoa, that would have been a crazy left hook, but, yeah. you know. Well, the two things that I, when I was watching that, I was thinking, number one, I somehow know that you do need to be exposed to the vacuum in space for... Like 
I think about twenty seconds before you will die. Like, oh, yeah. you, you can, See, I, you can yeah. be out there and survive. It might be painful and everything, mm. but and the amount of time he took to get in, she would have, she would have survived. It's just that like, you know, definitely not been well. <laughs> <laughs> would not, not have been good for the yeah, yeah to help out in any way. But and then the other thing being that obviously he went off, and mm-hmm. the idea would be that he kind of went round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he the guy he says. Oh, yeah, I found a little bit of extra juice and everything mm. got back. And the second he said that, I was like, okay, from where? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, it, it's, it's, it's important, though, because it's, even though it's her, what do you uh, want to say, dream or hallucination, whatever word you right, want to use, he does, yeah. he does, through her subconscious, deliver important information. You know, yeah. that being, these are all the same ships. Space technology isn't a wide, varied thing. It's just they changed the labels out, essentially, yeah. for Chinese, for Russian, for, you know, whatever. It's just, you know, same ships. You know, it's not like we're each designing a different way to get into space. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he does divulge that information like, you know this. You know how to get home. Um, I forget what the exact information is. But, well, oh, they, oh, about the thr- about the fuel. Like, oh, we don't yeah. have any fuel. Well, launching is the same as landing, you yeah. know. <laughs> you know, and that's the big epiphany, you know, she has from that. Like, okay, now I know how to make yeah, this work it, if I can figure out how to make this work yeah. <laughs> I know the theory yeah. now well, I need to put it into practice once it possibly works I yeah. can get it to work yeah <laughs> and then of course uh, she gets caught in the road uh, yeah. it's like nothing goes right for that woman <laughs> this is the it's most determined like, human in yes. the world well that's what I love or, once or over the world I mean that's the the important thing about that uh, piece of information about her having that daughter that just a freak accident died on a playground or whatever, you know yeah. whatever it was just a one of those freak things and then once she makes that decision that she's going to live that she's not going to just be going through the motions essentially yeah. you know just <laughs> driving um, that you know she's going to have purpose in her life essentially you know that nothing is going to stop her and that was awesome like yeah I. I'm so happy she was able to pull that off, and I believed every second of it. But that being said, God damn, could she, that woman get a break? <laughs> like. yeah. I, I understand that, and you know, for those of you that for some reason have listened this far but still haven't seen the film, mm-hmm. there was a chain reaction from the Russian destroying one of their old satellites that basically destroyed see, I would like all to, satellites. Yes, I would like to talk to an expert and see how likely that scenario is. I, I, I mean, obviously they say, like, yeah, that... Yeah, they've just done this, so don't worry about it. And then five minutes later, um, you need to worry about this. Yeah, the chain reaction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. massive this, chain reaction. This. Yeah, and I, I, I don't. And then know. every ninety minutes, you just have just yeah. speeding lethal bullets, uh, yeah, some go- the size of trucks flying at you. Yeah, almost. The the joke of I think it was. Uh, 2012. I think the massive joke from that is that the entire film is. Oh, I'm glad I wasn't there six seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really is everywhere she gets. Mm-hmm. Either there's a problem that she then has to deal with, mm-hmm. or she gets there and then, oh, here comes the debris again. <laughs> yeah. Well, you think okay, that all she has to do is get back into the the space station and take the one lifeboat that's left. Or, yeah. Either, um, well, be able to. That, I think the parachute was deployed already, or something. Yeah, but well, uh, it was, I mean, yeah, the, the first one, the they had taken. Like, yeah, the people at ISS had people had taken, taken yeah. and then the other one, the parachute had been deployed. Yeah. So she had to get rid of that and then get to the other one. Then when she got to the other one, there was a fire that yeah. she ended up having mm-hmm. to deal with. Yeah, and then and the obviously inter- all the crews <laughs> dead, and you know. yeah, so it, it was it was one of those ones of. This film is almost designed to make one person mm-hmm. suffer. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Everything happens. And then person. just the moment where she actually raises someone on the radio, and it's a Chinese voice, and she thinks she has contacted the Chinese space station. You know, it's talking, and then the realization that this is just someone at their house that stumbled on this frequency. Yeah. And just, I, just the humor in that for her. Like, like, this is the way my life is ending. Yeah. Uh, like, you know... And and of course, I actually I looked it up because I, I didn't know I, I couldn't hear what the language was. I had no idea. So mm-hmm. I looked up and it's Cantonese as, or Mandarin. No, no, no it, it's not even that section of the globe. It's uh, it's uh, Green uh, from Greenland. Oh, really? It's that section. Yeah. So she she found someone up on 
Yeah, the fairly normal. Just like on a ham radio or something. Yeah, on a ham radio. I I would assume you know Mm -hmm. fairly snowy. So they're inside. Mm -hmm. They've got their their kid. Yeah, and And I I just love the. I don't know. um, One of the podcasts I listen to uh, talks about the cosmic joke. And that being said, like we like people that are in on the cosmic joke know how ridiculous this whole thing is. This consciousness, (laughs) this world, you know, just like finding humor in anything or just like that we're even here that's yeah. the cosmic joke you know and the cosmic joke of him talking to her her talking to him no, neither one knowing what the hell's going on yeah but he, him not knowing he's talking to an astronaut that's yeah, going yeah. to die uh and you know her um, listening to him sing his son to sleep yeah yeah in, in a language she had no yeah. idea what the song is she doesn't yeah. she can't get any other words yeah it, it's Ah, uh, I think probably my favorite scene. Um, other than the end end shot, I think I loved the end shot a lot. Uh, <laughs> but that just and then you know when she just starts to lose it and howl, you know, yeah. and so and and you know she says, "I know, you know, we're all going to die, but I know I'm going to die today." Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's yeah, like it's and I am very, scared. You know, very this, sobering. Stuff. Yeah, it was. Oh my god, powerful, but. Yeah, I'm getting all choked up thinking about it, but yeah, it's, and then uh, so that so that would be one of the things that like I guess would be really shocked you about the fact that Sandra Bullock, the person you know as being part of all these rom com, yeah, rom com dribble, bringing yeah. out something like this in that. It, it, scene. Well, I mean, I didn't see the blind side, which to me it just looked like pandering Oscar fair, which it was kind of what it turned out to be yeah, i mean she wanted to you know but i'm sure she was great in it that's what i hear i don't know yeah. <laughs> but i've seen that sports story a hundred times you know right uh down and out you know whatever and achieve greatness through someone taking care of them you know or showing them you know love or you know what blah 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 so i didn't yeah. feel like i needed to see that film i've seen it a hundred different times in a hundred different ways but this was the first time i was like holy shit she brought it like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually got some real chops and uh yeah well, would you like to hear who the original actress that was in line hmm. played that role was? Um, do you think you'd be able to give me like four, like a multiple choice of four? Do you think you could come up with like three others? Uh, real quick here, right off the top of my head, probably not. But could you give me some time? How about how about the main actor then? While I'm the main actor, tell me the main. Okay. All right. So, the original choice for the male, rather than please don't Clooney, tell me Tom Cruise. No. Robert Downey Jr. Hmm. He was originally signed on. He was actually signed on at the same time Sandra Bullock was signed on, but oh. he had to bow out because of one Avengers thing or another. Avengers or something. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man. Or... I, I mean, he can do anything right now, so I'm sure it would still have worked with Robert Downey. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I think he can do no wrong at this point, so I don't know. Oh. All right. Yeah, because I, when I heard that, I thought, you know, I, I can see it. Yeah. I, I can see him doing it, but... But then I also thought, no one will watch that film and not think it's Iron Man. <laughs> True, in a suit. At Robert the, Downey Jr. in a suit, yeah. yeah. At this point, I don't With think With a jetpack? Can... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> like, did he downgrade from the Mark Six? <laughs> like, what the hell? It's the Rocketeer. <laughs> Do you need me to stall, sir? Are you... Are you going to come up with some? I think I've got some. All right. Okay. So, going in no particular order. Of course. And so we've got four here. We have Mm -hmm. Natalie Portman. Okay. Angelina Jolie. Okay. Emma Stone. Okay. And Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett. Angelina Jolie. No shit. (laughs) Yeah, she was originally signed on as that. Wow. And yeah, I, I was I was in real trouble there scrolling along. I was like, I've, I mean, I've I, lost I, it. I, I like Angelina it. Jolie for a few different reasons, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if that would have. I think they made the right choice, actually. I know, well, that's the thing. Like she apparently she bowed out so that she could direct her own film. See, I, 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 Sandra Bullock's an attractive woman, but I think Angelina Jolie was like too, maybe too attractive. If that makes any sense, like I think she's <laughs> viewed as that. Right, and it, it would be like model in space, you know, <laughs> right, yeah. like uh, so, airing on a B movie, you, you know, like you think at this point she wouldn't be able to play the newbie in a space. I don't think. At the, I think early in her career, yeah. I don't think once she's done all these films, because that's why in a lot of these unique movies, a lot of directors, a lot of people want unknowns, so yeah. you don't associate them with their previous roles, right? 
But uh, unless you have a really strong talent, which apparently Sandra Bullock is, <laughs> yeah. it? but uh, not that Angelina Jolie isn't. But I yeah. mean, come on, you're going to be thinking Tomb Raider. You're going to, you know, all well, this stuff. That was the other thing I was thinking of. Like the original pairing was Angelina Jolie and Robert Downey Jr. I can't that's, see this film with those two together. I mean, yeah, yeah, no. no, nothing against those two as actors and no. performers and stuff. But seeing this film, seeing Sandra Bullock giving this performance. Yeah. Like, yeah, that is their role now. Then. Yeah, I mean, I, lo- I love, you know, I love uh, candy and I love chicken, but I don't want candy stuffed chicken, you know, <laughs> you know, just because I like two things doesn't mean they're good together. Yeah. <laughs> is my point, you know. Yeah. I, so. I think that. I think the, it worked out. I think yeah, the, the uh, stars were aligned, so to speak. <laughs> but I'm <chill>. oh, Sorry. <laughs> Just visit me for all your bad puns. <laughs> but, uh, well, you are the one that comes out with half of the titles for this. Yeah, you know. Oh, I got a couple. Yeah, uh, for this one already. But uh, oh, uh, someone asked what I thought of it, and I said it really pulled me in. <laughs> and I, that was pretty much the reaction I got. <sighs> Just a deep sigh. Of, I mean, yeah. yeah. Fair, fair enough. Not only is that a pun, that is a very good play on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate so it, really it. Pulled, it. Was it good? It really pulled me in. <laughs> That's all I have to say about it. I, I might have to steal that next time someone asks me. Yes. But, uh, yeah, um, I guess you. I just want to discuss the ending a little bit. Yeah, sure. I was um, going to say, uh, the, the only other thing that I had written down... Oh, oh no, the TARDIS is here. <laughs> that should not have happened first. Right. <laughs> All right, well, the only other thing I had written down that I wanted to talk about, uh, mm-hmm. I get while we're still on the in space. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, was the fact that I looked up how they did the film and the effects and mm-hmm. the witnesses and stuff. And when they're outside and in the vacuum of space, it's, you know, green screen. Yes. I'm sure maybe some wires and time to time mm-hmm. just doing that. And when they were inside, mm-hmm. or, uh, given that she's the only one that is ever actually inside, in mm-hmm. weightlessness situation, yeah. not like, not strapped uh-huh. in, when she's inside, they use robots to move her. Oh, really? So that is the other reason I wanted to So the environment isn't moving, thing. she is moving. Pretty much. Yeah, so it gives the illusion that... <laughs> yeah. Were, so that's, apparently, I'm so happy you brought that up. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Apparently all of that, these shots in had to be planned months in advance mm-hmm. to get all of these robots synced I, I would love to see the storyboards and <laughs> exactly the, yeah. I want those extra yeah. DVD I want to see the back of her mm-hmm. being manipulated by these robots yeah so, so, yeah what you uh, sparked uh, in me I wanted to mention was that I've seen you know uh, I love space and I love film as I've discussed yeah. in the Apollo 13 podcast or the Hanks for Listening podcast I think right. whatever it was called <laughs> but uh it seems like a lot of times weightlessness is depicted in a stagnant way. I mean, you just have them moving through an environment. This everything is always moving. Yeah, there's the window is changing. There's always something going on. Yeah, it's that, always dynamic. It's not just her moving through. I mean, yeah. she's spinning or it's spinning. Yeah, the, that, the capsule or that, whatever. There's enough. At least in most other the films, the changing out the window. Yeah. yeah, in most other films, there's so much stuff where it's done where you either see them from the waist up, mm-hmm. so they could always just be on a box waving back and forth in yeah. this environment, or oh, like yeah, Tom Hanks said in Apollo yeah. 13 had to bounce around, yeah, or they move absolutely everything, so there's no chance for you. I mean, you really, to... I mean, got a sense of how disorientating that must be, yeah. like just a slight sense, you know. Well, obviously... Down is up, up is down. There is yeah. no side. There is no... <laughs> it's just you're in an environment, you know. Well, the well, rules aren't there. Well, even going with the opening shot, and, well, the opening shots, so mm-hmm. just after everything happened, and you see the points of view, well, both points of view and also slightly side on of the spinning, and you see exactly what you would see if you were in that situation and first off i thought it's probably a good thing my wife didn't come with me to see this film because she gets motion sick so oh my gosh could you imagine imax 3d i know yeah i I can't imagine what some people's reaction to this film must Mm. have been i'm sure somewhere across the country someone threw up (laughs) (laughs) whether it was from too many twizzlers or just uh yeah everything combo which i thought really did help to sink me into the reality the reality mm-hmm. of the film where 
you know, you're seeing so much of it from their point of view or mm. close enough that, yeah. <laughs> that you may as well be seeing it from their point of view. And the way that it was all shot and then, as I said, since they were able to use robots, they got better shots of weightlessness than... Yeah you get in most other films not that other films don't at least try and do it well but there's only so much you can do without sophisticated equipment which is clearly yeah. what they had for this I do know that one of the things that Grace Tyson said that really bothered him was that her hair isn't moving the way it was. <laughs> I know like really <laughs> I mean, that... God, you've got this shot where she is she is effectively weightless in this shot Mm-hmm. And you're bothered that her hair isn't flowing a See, little bit. See, and <laughs> I think that's one of the decisions that would have been distracting. You're going to take away from either what the scene is about, what the dialogue is, or, yeah. you know, if you're, I'm looking at her hair waving around. Well, it's, one, it's not essential. The one that I thought of that would have been impacted so much was when she first gets in, she crawls out of that suit. Mm-hmm. And she gets into the fetal position slowly. I, I like yeah. that that was a slow move into mm-hmm. that. But could you imagine that if, you know, Hair like the grudge or the ring just flowing across the face and around. Yeah. That, that would have completely ruined it, I think. So, yeah, yeah. It's, sorry it wasn't accurate, Neil, but it's, you know, it looked better. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so I just want to jump to the, uh, the moment where she is able to disengage the capsule. Yeah. And is making her way through the atmosphere and you know I think says at one point like either I'm gonna live or I'm gonna die yeah uh, but you know I'm, it's gonna be something I don't know one hell of a ride or whatever the yeah, line yeah. Was, you know something like either, that either way it'll be one hell of a ride yeah and uh, lo and behold she makes it to earth makes it in the water and she's alive yeah and movie's over right she's gonna be you know like yeah, okay yeah. finally but then oh if you ever see one of these things happen <laughs> on film or whatever that's why there's always like a SEAL team out there or yeah. whoever ready to retrieve the this 400 ton <laughs> whatever <laughs> thing that's going to sink like a fucking rock <laughs> to yeah. the bottom of the ocean. Especially since everything that it should be equipped with isn't necessarily working. Yeah. So, of course, she opens the capsule and... Holy shit! When you when you open things in the water, water comes into that thing. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? Uh, <laughs> so it was also one of those things. When I saw that scene, I thought, you know, she took a second to just kind of like breathe and then unhook herself. If she'd unhooked herself when she landed, mm-hmm. she'd have got out. Yeah. But uh, be- because she took that time to be like, ah, I'm back, and then uh-huh. she ended up again in another one of those yeah. situations. And well, it's like, come on! And even then, you realize like, like, oh my, like I really thought for a moment, like I was able to get to this film without it being spoiled for me. I thought she was going to die right there. Right. I thought she was going to drown. And then I'm like, okay, she's getting out of the capsule. She's going to be able to, she's going to be okay. What'd we say? Can't catch a break. Yeah. <laughs> Starts to swim towards the surface. Uh, I'm not making any headway here. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, wait, oh. I, I have a suit on. Oh, I'm wearing a <laughs> suit that's made for space. <laughs> so With I'm no sinking. And then again, I thought, Oh, this this is, and, and and at that point in my head, I said, "Fuck this movie," because <laughs> I thought they are going to get my hopes up. Blah blah blah. Like I actually wanted her to live at this point. <laughs> she won me over, and she's going to sink to the ocean and die, coming that close to being saved. You know, yeah. and I really thought like, but she was able to get the suit off. You know. Yeah. And I don't know how far down she went, but was able to swim well, to the top, amazingly. I, I was going to say, if you actually watch the film, when she gets to the surface, it's maybe 10 to 15 seconds of kind of swimming before she hits land. So, mm-hmm. yeah. well, she, um, it, it was amazing how someone deep that thing got. Someone pointed quick. out to me, like, that's, uh, I don't know how true this is, they said that's what they would train them to do in that situation, is to float, because yeah. your instincts would be to swim, but you are so exhausted. from And plus... Space lowers your bone density, uh, weakens your muscles, and so you're not going to be as strong as you think you are. So, you know, (laughs) she just floats there. Yeah. And uh, that's I I love the the end of the film, though, when she's able to crawl. I will say for a second there, I thought she was going to pass out on low tide and then then drown in high tide. (laughs) Like, just pass out on the beach. (laughs) No, like, no, they're going to... Fuck her over again. <laughs> Whoever wrote this is a sick bastard. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, she is able to get to her feet and takes those tentative steps, and then you see the camera kind of pull up, you know, off of her feet. Yeah, and she's on this island, or maybe not island, but a very not not populated area. Yeah. And, I... and you realize that 
her journey is not over. Yeah. Um, she's gone through the worst of it, we hope. Yeah. <laughs> but she's still got a way to go before she is quote-unquote saved. I was kind of hoping they would zoom out and you would see that she landed on the one place on Earth that is mm-hmm. a lake on an island on a lake on an island. <laughs> oh, you're sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that would not have surprised mm-hmm. me in the slightest if yeah. that was where she ended. But I love, I mean, there's a, a shot on her face, which, I mean, she, granted, great acting chops, where you see, like, she's has the relief of being on solid ground. Yeah. And then there's this look that she realized, okay, got to toughen up. I got a ways to go yet. Yeah, it's like, all right. I got a ways to go. You know, however many miles she's going to have to walk or trek, you know, until she finds a village or whatever before (laughs) she's able to get home. But I do believe she gets home. You know, uh, that's that's my, you know. (laughs) After all this, she gets home. (laughs) God, I hope so. (laughs) But yeah, I just loved that last shot. Overall, I don't know. Very powerful film for me. Yes, very much so. Yeah. And well, I would say, given that everything we just talked about, shall we uh, get to our rating? Uh, yes, I'd love to. All right, do you want me to go first? Or I don't right? recall whose turn. I don't care. Uh, I, don't I know mine, so go right ahead. All right. Well, I am going to go. I yeah, I was trying to work out in my head how much of this rating should I let my personal feeling for this film be swayed, yeah. and then I realized, you know, this film is fucking good. Like, yeah, <laughs> there is. Yeah. There's almost nothing about this film that I could really poke at. Yeah, and I mean, the nitpicks were about physics, not about yeah. the story. <laughs> about physics that would either take away from yeah, the, the story actual going. story in itself, yeah. or would just be so difficult to do that I can understand why they might not yeah. have done it. So I'm actually going to say that this is about a minus point three. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going back into those points. Yeah, because this film, I think that Lincoln, for me... Is still like the best so, in recent years. Yeah, yeah, just the best overall film. But this film is fantastic. It is. Yeah, it's, yeah and I'm assuming you've seen this. You've seen the film if you're listening to this. And if you saw it in 2D, please get to see it in 3D before it's out of theaters. Yes, do try. Um, and this is coming from someone that hates 3D. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can't take that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, as the a person clue. that hates it and the person that likes it <laughs> are both telling you to see it in 3D. Mm-hmm. Yes, that tear coming out of the screen and just yeah. all eyes had to be on that tear as yeah. it just came right towards you, you know. And and slightly smeared on there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then, of course, the, I thought the one of the best uses of it, it having it in 3D rather than 2D, mm-hmm. would be when she f- sees the lieutenant coming towards her and he's just a speck. Mm-hmm. And you really get the perspective of him getting bigger and coming towards her. Like yeah. in two D, I don't think that any way you could have fully got that. Yeah, <laughs> so much you need yeah, I think that extra. Be, yeah, it's. Extra uh, and I think it will be one I buy, but I, I don't expect it to be as satisfying as an experience at home. Probably, but not. I, I'm you know I will get it for the special features yes. and things like that, and just to and watching those films, you, you do kind of remember. The thoughts you had in the theaters. But I think it'll still work. But it'll be a walk down memory lane. Exactly, which will be or a float down. I should say. <laughs> float, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I am going to actually echo your rating and go a minus point three. All right. Um, I think you're dead on with that. And like I said, it was something like when I first heard about it, I thought this is going to be open water in space. Right. You know, like the the uh, you know just waiting for the sharks to eat them. You know, yeah. whatever. Just. Just talk and talk and talk and boring, 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 blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I was was pulled in from the yes. beginning <laughs> all the way through. Yeah, and, this uh, is, unfortunately, I think, one of those films that there will be some people that won't be able to get that out of their head. So they'll never see it just because it's like, it's talking in space. How is that going to... And mm-hmm. no matter how much you tell them, no, really, they're, they're, like, they're, they're never going to mm-hmm. see it. And I, I kind of feel sorry for something. And I haven't that. really talked to anyone that didn't enjoy the film. I've talked to people that just kind of liked it. And, right. I, and I, I don't even understand that. <laughs> I'm like, how did you not fucking love this thing? Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah it's, I don't know. It's near perfect for that genre and for... Those two actors, and yeah, i very happy with it. <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. Uh, um, that, did you have a, a Netflix review? or a, um, a uh, Do you, or sir? I could probably whip up something here. Quick. I actually have a Hulu recommendation. Oh, a Hulu. Yes, I, I recently got Hulu Plus, and oh, so yes. I've been going through some of those. And there is a show, this is 
so clearly English humour. Like, it's very dry, but is really sort of bringing me in, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of it, because I love all of the people in it. And one of the people in it is... What is it, for the love of God? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Fine. It's called White's. White. Yeah. Well, Sounds very racist. With it. <laughs> the reason it's called White is because... At least it's not called White's Only. <laughs> it is because it is a television show about the kitchen in a popular restaurant called The White House. Okay. And it has people... It has Alan Davis, who most people in England know who Alan Davis is. It has... I believe her name is... Kathleen Parkinson, which would be the name of the female actress in the IT crowd, which had its sort of final episode air in the UK, so find it online and watch it, because it is a solid sort of farewell to the fans. And it has several other people in it who have been in, you know, more English stuff that I can't really go into right now, because everyone will be... Sorry, what? What's that one? I don't know that one. I don't know that. But, yes, very good, very dry humour and I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it because it is all on Hulu. They, it's one of those ones a bit like the Arrested Development where they put it mm-hmm. up and it was all on there. Gotcha. So yeah, looking forward to finishing all that. Alright, nothing for me. Nothing I'm good. Right. <laughs> I've just been watching old TV shows, so. Yeah, yep. that's what I've kind of been doing. I'm actually, I've never watched The X-Files and I am now starting to watch The X-Files. I'm seven episodes in. My jaw is on the floor, <laughs> folks. Uh, we gotta we gotta get out of this podcast, but I'm gonna <laughs> reprimand him, believe me. For all of you. Okay. <laughs> when we go off air here. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for me. I've been Ryan. And I've been Paul. Next time, folks. Bye.